0: Welcome to On the Way, where we walk through scripture in episodes that are short enough that you can listen to them on the way to your destination and deep enough to help you on the way to becoming who God created you to be. We are being sanctified. We've not yet reached perfection, we are not yet in heaven, but we are on the way. Hey, welcome to episode 40 of On The Way. This is the last episode of the season and the last episode in the book of Luke. And that means today we're doing Luke 23 and 24, the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. So Jesus has been turned over to the people to be crucified, and he's walking the Via Dolorosa. The, the soldiers grab an African dude named Simon and make him carry the cross behind Jesus with a bunch of grieving women. And then Jesus turns to the women and tells them not to grieve for him, but grieve for your children because bad times are coming. And there were two criminals who were also crucified on, on Calvary with Jesus. We call it Calvary because the place they were crucified was called the skull. And Calvary is the Latin word for skull. All three of them were nailed side by side on crosses with Jesus in the middle. And after Jesus is nailed to the cross, he says something amazing. He says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. Luke 23, 34. And while he says this, the soldiers are rolling dice to see who gets Jesus' clothes. The common belief is that Jesus was a poor guy, and I'm not so sure about that, but apparently he had some very nice clothes. Then the soldiers start mocking Jesus. Let him save himself if he is really God's Messiah, Luke 23:35. They tried to get him to take a drink of some old sour wine, and they put a sign above his head and said, This is the king of the Jews, Luke 23:38. One of the criminals joined in the mocking, but the other criminal said, "Don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong." Then he said, "Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom." And Jesus replied, "I assure you today you will be with me in paradise luke twenty three forty through forty three Can you imagine? This guy just went from being absolutely positive he's on his way to hell, and a few minutes later, he is in paradise. If anyone has reason to give all the credit for his salvation to Jesus, it's this guy. I mean, when you get to paradise and you ask, why should you get to come in? What would you say? If, if your answer to that question starts with I, it's the wrong answer. Well, I did this, or I was good, or I obeyed. No, the answer is Jesus, because he was perfect, because he died, because he rose again. And when the thief on the cross got to paradise, how do you think the conversation went? So thief, what church were you a member of to get in here? Did you get baptized? or What do you think of the doctrine of the Trinity? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Didn't you pray the prayer of salvation? No. Then how are you here? Because the man on the middle cross said I can come. And apparently he has some authority because here I am. It has nothing to do with me. Why am I here? As it's not I. It's he. The man on the middle, the middle cross said I could. It's all him. At noon, some clouds rolled in and it gets really dark. And suddenly the curtain in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies from the, the rest of the world ripped in half. And Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. Luke twenty three forty six. And when the head Roman officer and many of the people in the crowd saw that, they realized that Jesus really was who he said he was. He really was the Messiah, and they went away sad. Can you imagine? Oops, we killed our Messiah. I guess we'll go home. One of the members of the Jewish high council named Joseph had disagreed with the decision to kill Jesus. So he went to Pilate and he asked for Jesus's body. So they wrapped Jesus's body and put it in a beautiful new tomb that had been carved out of rock. Then they went home to prepare for Sabbath. And after the Sabbath, when some women went to the tomb to put spices in the tomb to make it smell better. And when they got there, the stone that was covering the entrance to the tomb was rolled away. They went in the tomb and Jesus's body was gone. And suddenly some angels appeared and said, he is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the son of man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and that he would rise again on the third day, Luke 24, six through seven. So the ladies went back to tell all Jesus's followers what had happened and the guys didn't believe them. But Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping down, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. Luke 24, 12. Oh, Peter, we love you, but what the heck? Don't you get it by now? Later that day, two of Jesus' disciples are walking back home after the Passover celebration from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And they're still heartbroken over Jesus' death. And while they were walking, Jesus appeared to them. But God kept them from recognizing who Jesus was. And Jesus asked them, why are you so sad? And they said, we had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. Then Jesus said to them, you foolish people. You find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in scripture. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Luke 24:21 and 25. Then he continued to teach them about the messianic prophecies. So they invited Jesus to stay the night at their house. And when they sat down to eat, Jesus broke bread and blessed it. And suddenly they recognized him. Then Jesus disappeared and they ran back to Jerusalem to tell the apostles. So what's the point of this story? Well, when Jesus's followers impose their view of reality on Jesus, he remains invisible to them and unknown to them. Their worldview keeps them from seeing him. It's only when we submit ourselves to God's plan that we can see the real Jesus. Then there's one more meal before the end of the book. As the disciples from Emmaus are telling the apostles about their encounter with the risen Jesus, Jesus appears again. And they all thought that they were seeing a ghost. And Jesus says, why are you frightened? He asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me and make sure that I am not a ghost because ghosts don't have bodies as you see that I do. Luke 24, 38 through 39. Finally, Jesus's followers are filled with joy and they sat down to eat. And while Jesus was eating, he began to use Old Testament scriptures to show how everything that had happened was a fulfillment of prophecy. The scriptures had to be fulfilled that the Messiah would suffer and be resurrected so that we could have eternal life. Then Jesus told them to stay in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit came to them. He told them the Holy Spirit would come and fill them with power to fulfill the mission he called them to. Then the last four verses are the ascension. Jesus went with his disciples to Bethany. He blessed them and ascended to heaven and they walked back to Jerusalem worshiping God. Is that a good book or what? Luke's second book is the book of Acts. And in it, we see that the Holy Spirit did come and he did empower the church to fulfill God's mission in the world. Now we're on that mission. We are that church. The Holy Spirit came to us and we've got a job to do. Thank you for joining me for this season of On The Way. If you're getting together with a group to discuss the episode, we've included some discussion questions in the show notes. And if you have time, spend a few moments in prayer before your gathering. Ask God to use these passages to form you into the person he created you to be. Here are the discussion questions for this episode. Number one, read Matthew 16, 24, and compare it to the story of Simon from Cyrene in Luke 23, 26. Number two, The criminal who asks Jesus to remember him is in paradise today. What does that teach us about the things we need to do to get to paradise? Luke 23, 43. Number three. When Jesus died, the curtain that separated the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple was ripped in two. What does that tell us about the transition from Old Covenant to New Covenant? Luke 23, 45. Number four. Even though they had heard many predictions of the Messiah's resurrection and had seen Jesus raise people from the dead, the disciples didn't believe Jesus had actually risen. What caused them to doubt? Luke 24, 11.